evolutionary.org, episode 543. Today we're going to talk about fake fitness on YouTube and Instagram just to be viral. So let's start off with, you know, the way things work, okay? And we see this a lot with these guys on here. They they want this image of themselves as, you know, let's try to be, you know, as masculine and as, uh, let's get women. I, I'm going to get pictures of myself in a hot tub with women, with women all around me. And they're just not regular women. They're all these, you know, model type of women with these big breasts and, you know, they have the, they're blonde, of course. And, you know what I'm saying? And they're hot. They got these bikinis on and all this shit. It's like watching a beer commercial, right? So look, it's marketing guys. And these women, yeah. the, the same guys, okay. Cause I, I, I live close to a lot of these fuckers. Okay. I've seen them in the gym. I see them in the supermarket. I've seen one dude one time. He's, he's in the supermarket with his wife. And there's like two kids. One kid's like tugging at the car, crying because they want, you know, candy bar or whatever. And, and they're sitting there arguing. They're the same motherfuckers I see in person. And then you go on their Instagram, you go on their YouTube or Instagram, and they're in a hot tub with a bunch of uh, women that they paid to be in the hot yeah. tub with them. They pay yeah. an hourly rate and they call yeah. them up into an agency. And they're like, yeah, send me a couple models, send me a couple hookers, send me a couple escorts, and let them come. And uh, do a, do a photo shoot with me. That's that's the way it works, you know. And in real life, they're just they're just these family men, you know, with like two kids. You know what I'm saying? So, and in the cars too, you'll see them a Lamborghini. It's always a Lamborghini. It can't be any other car. It has to be a Lamborghini. They'll rent a Lamborghini for a day. All right. Yeah. And they'll fucking drive it and they'll take pictures with it and all this stuff. But they don't really drive a Lamborghini. They're just some fucking average schmuck. They live in the, you know, in the, in the suburbs, you know, probably like a gated community on the suburbs, boring as hell. And they drive a fucking Toyota Corolla. Not that there's anything wrong with driving a Toyota, but look, it's marketing. And if they post a picture on Instagram of them in a Toyota Corolla, no one's going to give a shit. But if they post a picture of a Lamborghini and it's like, wow, this guy, he's successful. He's got all these women. He's got these cars. It's all fake. It's all marketing, guys. Yeah. Mobster, yeah. I've just got a great example, Stephen. This one's done around on social media. Funny enough, it was a photograph of said person who should not be named walking, appearing to walk, should I say, to their private jet or one that they'd hired and had stopped and taken a photograph with them appearing to walk to the private jet. Maybe a buddy took the picture. And then they got caught out. They were literally on a uh, you know 200 buck economy flight Ran across the states, and it was the person that took that photograph posted it the same day, with the same time and all the rest of that kind of stuff, as you know, within a few minutes of the private jet. So what happened in reality is they'd walked past the private jet, took the opportunity to take the photograph, and then gone on the perfectly normal average Joe type stuff, two hundred bucks flight, and flown economy sensibly, in fact, with a decent price of money. So instead of five G or ten G, it's cost them two hundred dollars. Across America to do whatever bit of work they were doing, they were they were a singer of some description, Steve. So and they got caught out. It literally says you might have this picture of what appears to be some sort of thing that you're going to do, but and you're dressed very nicely, but in reality you're kind of sensible with your two hundred dollars, but you're not flying across the America to this thing that you need to do, which is going to be some sort of successful thing, and you haven't spent five G or ten G on a private jet to get you there. So you are lying 
about the success. You are pretending that there's this element of success in your life. Visually, great. Motivated, maybe, yes. But truthful, no. So there's that, right? Then we've got plain good old-fashioned fake stuff, Steve. You and I know this, where, as you say, the illusion of all of those things is fake. All that other stuff that's supposed to be marked or sex in the background is fake. But we know where people have had uh, products injected into their skin, where they've had specific plastic surgery, for example, butt implants, pec implants, bicep and tricep oils, etc. The, 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 the beads, the PP something or other beads injected in, fillers, and so on and so forth. So the idea that they're hitting the gym and they've created this amazing, amazing, amazing looking body. Listen, guys, this is not you girls getting a hair, you know, going to a fantastic saddle and having your hair done, putting a little bit of lippy or blusher on. Guys, trimming your beard, maybe putting a bit of baby oil on top of your shoulders or something so that they shine and give a little bit more illusion of definition. It is literally that what you appear to be, a fake abs, Steve, I've been crying out loud, fake abs, if you have an Instagram account where you've had surgically put underneath your skin a sort of plastic mold, I don't even know what it's made of, stay silicon, maybe I have no idea, and it appears to give you the illusion of having real abs and you haven't told people that's what you've done, then what you're presenting as a sort of sign of your success on social media, and I think specifically of Instagram here, Steve, because it's pictures and stuff, is this idea that your ab program the work you've done in the gym is the reason why you look. You are presenting an out-and-out fake image. That's just on you physically, never mind the virtues of success. Just that single thing, Steve. What do you think on that? Yeah, and, and look, let, let's go to the, the next one. So this is a phoniness. So let's, let's say why. Why did they do that? Because they want to sell you, at the end of the day, they want to sell you this image of themselves so that they can sell you something, clothing, supplements, whatever, or they'll actually be paid by these supplement companies, outside supplement companies or outside apparel companies yeah, to get you to post, you know, uh, uh, about them. And it's basically marketing. And then you get a cut of whatever they make. So that's how it works. I mean, in, in that industry. So, Big one is pitching. They pitch supplements, but they're really using steroids. So, and listen, the reason this happens, look, if steroids were legal and an underground lab could go freely sell steroids, which is nowhere in the world, can an underground lab black market actually do that? In countries where steroids are legal, you have to still go to the pharmacy and have a professional give you. The steroids, you can't, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like these underground labs still get to do whatever they want. So and that's not possible, obviously, for a, a steroid dealer to pay someone to pitch something, right? But supplements, they're legal, you know, over-the-counter supplements. So, of course, that's what they're going to want to do. But they're going to make you think they got the way they look with fake pictures and with a fake image. And they're driving the Lambo and they're getting tons of women. From taking a fucking supplement. And that's just that's just lies. Those are lies, and that's just straight up bullshit marketing. And it works. And a lot of people see that. They're like, wow, I want to be like this guy. I want to have women in the hot tub. I want to drive a Lambo. I want to have a private jet that I'm traveling on. 
So I'm going to take that supplement and I'm going to be just like him. And people believe that. And they start taking these supplements. It's really, really strong marketing because I know so many guys who are in their late teens, early 20s, who actually think that these guys use these supplements, but they don't realize that these guys are on actual anabolic steroids to get to uh, how they look. Go ahead, Mobster. Yep. Let me give you an example of how this works, guys. There are some fantastic supplements out there. There are products, for example, I'm going to say fat burners here, Steve, that work. But the issue that Steve describes is, let's say, for example, product X comes in the post for Mobster to use, and Mobster uses it, and I burn fat. I get a little tiny bit leaner. Now, if I've just used that product, that's honest, that's truthful. And I have lost some fat because I've used this product, product X. But if, as Steve says, I've been using DMP and CLED and anabolic steroids, if I forget to mention that I've been running 15 miles every day, Steve, then I've lied. And I've done that in order to promote, as Steve says, I've pitched a product and I've given you the impression by not telling you everything else that I've done in order to get into shape, that this product is the only reason that I've transformed my physique, which is pitching a product which is bullshit. So there's that simple thing right there. Classic example, which Steve and I have discussed on a bunch of podcasts, is, and I'll give you a very easy way that this is done, Steve. If I take a bunch of pictures when I'm in shape, let's say I've got myself in shape for a challenge, guys, or for competition, and like the Lamborghini example that Steve did earlier on, I hire it for a day and I have it taken in a bunch of locations, Steve, outside a club, outside a restaurant, outside a mansion, down the beach, whatever. And if I'm lucky and I'm real lucky, Steve, it's different wherever it's sunny in the morning, it's overcast in the afternoon, it's dark at night. I then, along with my fabulous physique that I've worked months to get into shape for, take hundreds of pictures at those locations with my abs on view, with my serrated triceps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then what I do is I very slowly release one picture a day or one picture a week for the rest of the year, giving you the illusion that I'm in shape 24-7. Then what do I do, Steve, which you and I have touched on before? I've got my meal plan, guys. It's only $100 a month. It's only $500. You can have the one-to-one -one with me, blah, 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 because I'm trying to sell you to pay my bills, to pay my mortgage, to pay for that goddamn Lamborghini that I have for the day and actually have a Lamborghini by selling you the idea of me being in shape 24-7, 365, when in reality, I was in shape for two weeks, when in reality, I had that Lamborghini for a day, Steve. So how you present that stuff, and, and ultimately, it comes down to what you're trying to sell. There are too many, and there's some really, really good ones as well, Steve, but there are too many people that are trying to get to where they feel that's successful and create the illusion of that thing and sell your product because that's what pay their bills and they're doing what they need to do in their mind, but they are creating a situation where the product that they're trying to pitch, whether it's a t-shirt, whether it's a pair of shoes, whether it's a fat burner, whatever, whatever else, is the reason for that success. Whereas in reality, they created the illusion of that and it's not the reason why they're successful. And it's especially, as Steve says, applies where if they're using PEDs, which we talk about on these podcasts, and then don't tell you that these are the PDs and give you the idea that they're using that particular product. There's another worse one, Steve, which you and I know for a fact works. And again, I've seen people get caught out on this. And that is literally where the image and or video has been manipulated, specifically Photoshop type programs, guys, where 
uh, girls have created images, and guys have done this as well, but I can think of the examples in my head as girls where they, they have this ridiculously tiny little waist or this exaggerated butt or their boobs are way, way, way bigger. And then someone's pointed out that the door frame that they're standing in is all skewed on one side or the tiles on the bathroom wall are all wonky and it's only because of the CG, only because of the manipulation of the thing. A great example of this, and I actually know this, is a very well-known big supplement company back in the day and the pros that were involved in the photographs told people how it was done many, many years later, Steve. So you get a real harsh light and you get the person to stick their stomach out and puff their cheeks out and kind of slouch and you use uh, and you kind of under or overexpose the image so they look fat and out of shape. And then they literally went off, got a spray tan, came back, someone trimmed their beard, someone combed their hair, so they, 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 they pulled the shorts up so you could see more of the fires and then they used a much, much better light and they put a filter on it. And this is before Photoshop, Steve. It was literally just, and it'd be done in a day from quote unquote fat and over, out of weight condition in the morning to in shape using product X in the afternoon. And it was the same goddamn day, Steve. Now, Photoshop takes that to a whole nother level. Talk about how people are literally manipulating the image that you see to create that false impression on social media. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not tech savvy at all, but I know that there's people out there. You can literally just message them and tell them, hey, I'm going to send you a bunch of pictures of myself. Can you please make me look like I have more abs than I do, more skinnier than I am, more more muscular yeah, I, than I am? Yeah. And they'll take their picture and they'll they'll doctor them and then they'll put them on there. It's all about marketing. Um, you know, we. We live in a world of advertising and marketing. In fact, it's one of the most, oddly enough, you don't hear enough people say, you know, what do you want to uh, go to, what, what do you want to major in, in college? You don't hear enough people say marketing or advertising, but it's a really great industry to get into because it's everywhere. You turn on the yeah. TV, it's there. You go to a sports game, it's advertising all over the place. You go out down the street, there's billboards. I mean, advertising is is everywhere. Stores need it. Everything needs it. So same thing in bodybuilding. These people actually pay. Now, these people who build a big following on, on social media or even ones that are just starting out, they'll actually hire a marketing firm. And the marketing firm will actually um, you know, handle a lot of their website operations and help them grow their website. So even if you just start out with no followers, you're just starting out a brand new Instagram page, they will, you can hire them and they can do that. You can also buy followers. And that's a big thing too. A lot of these social media pages of these yeah. uh, the bodybuilders, they have like a hundred thousand followers, but like 90,000 of them are like, are like bought. And, uh, and then they'll grow their page from there. Cause then the algorithms will pick their stuff up from there and then they'll build yeah. up even more people. So you can cheat in that way by, you know, using some uh, money to your advantage and do it. But let's, in that situation, what you're going to have to do, obviously, you're going to have to be active. The more active you are, the more algorithms will pick you up, the more people will will, will comment on your page and, and all kinds of stuff. So, you know, it all has to do with that. But clickbait is very important. Uh, the best thing that can happen to you is be, being controversial. And we see this in bodybuilding, saying stupid shit, um, recommending crazy dosages to people. This is the way we've seen people do it in the past. They'll come out and they'll recommend these crazy dosages, and and people, other 
people and or they'll do something. They might do something that's completely immoral. Uh, they might do something that's completely like off base and and just rude and pick fights with other um, people on social media. And they'll yep. stage those things too. You'll see guys collaborate with each other. Be like, you know what? Let's let's start up a beef between each other. And <laughs> and let's make it look. It's kind of like the Hulk Hogan, and who's the other guy? Um, the uh, the I Persian. Just, yeah, all of the WWF back in the day was the promos, yeah. and then the they hang out together uh, after yeah. they'll, they'll, they go on Hotel. vacations together with their yeah. family. But in when they're actually doing it, they do these fake beefs with each other, and it yeah. builds uh, the the camel guy, whatever the. Um, I don't know what you want about. They literally would decide who was going to win the fight before the fight. Now, you're really getting thrown around the ring, guys. You are really getting hit. But you're not getting hit four knuckles into the face. You might get a forearm to the chest or whatever else. And you know the forearm's coming. So it hurts, but it doesn't hurt like a real fight would hurt. And you decided at the beginning who's going to win. And even if you had a real fight, the outcome was still decided. Now, that's yeah. cool. Iron Sheik. Iron, I'm sorry. Iron, Iron Sheik is the one you're thinking of. Yeah. Exactly, right? But yeah. the promos, the promos were everything. So, like says, I can think of a couple of professional bodybuilders right now that did exactly that, Steve. One specifically did it, and the other one went along with it. And I don't think they actually sat down and decided per se, but the person that did it, who should remain nameless again, as usual, literally said he wanted to bring that kind of element of excitement to bodybuilding and get people interested. And arguably, they did. The views on the pay-per-view stuff were up because of what he'd done now like steve says i'll give you an example again guys on this and i'll talk about marketing as well steve so there are a bunch of videos of people doing kind of crazy shit in gyms fights in gyms uh i didn't know what i was doing with this piece of equipment or they're training for something really weird and they're using equipment completely against the instructions that you would give them and how to get them i think like you know some of these glute things are saying you might be some sort of javelin throw or something steve so you found that this machine follows the same path as a javelin, so you're using it, for, and you think, what the hell is that guy doing? What the hell is that girl doing? And then it ends up on YouTube, it ends up on Facebook, it ends up on Instagram. Now, what we've also seen more recently is where they've gone down to film themselves doing something stupid and crazy and whatever else, and it's got nothing to do with some leash sport that they're using. It's a piece of equipment in a, in a weird and strange way. It's literally done just for that. And the problem is, Steve, first off, it creates a completely false impression because it's a lie again. Secondly, it's literally been done just for the views. And then thirdly, which is something that Steve and I talked about in the pre-show, the people that end up being the most successful are the ones that are, to quote the phrase, real with you. Real life, real cars, real shopping, real success, real failures, real good day, real bad day, all of that stuff. What they're not doing as often as not, and I'm thinking specifically a very, very, very good classic bodybuilder, his reason for his success is because he's been cried on camera when he's upset. He's cried and he's had issues with his illness that made it hard for him to win competitions. And it was real. And he said, you know, sometimes he talks to the camera like he's having a hell of a time, and sometimes he talks to the camera like he's having a kind of crappy slow day. And that comes across, Steve. What he's not doing is pretending to be happy and super successful and all that kind of bullshit all the time. And he's ended up with, and we've done a podcast on this, four or five times the numbers of the professional Mr. Olympia that had won in another category because of that way that he was real, because his followers could see that it was real. And I can think of examples outside of bodybuilding that are exactly the same. On the marketing, I've been, 
God help me, Steve, in that situation where marketing companies have approached me by it and they'll post a lovely comment on a picture of me training or lifting weights or looking hench in some giant T-shirt or wherever and say, hey, we love your photograph, DM us, blah, blah, blah. Now, as often as not, these are actually reps that are contacting you, not even the company. And then I've seen how this works. I think the one that I bothered actually getting in touch with, wow, this is an opportunity because I've never had it before, Steve, was they want, they, they, they say something silly like, you know, if you wear this T-shirt that we print, that we make, you go on our page and you look on their page and there's a bunch of people like myself, good shape, in the gym, strong, whatever, that have got decent profiles, decent numbers and whatever else, and you they get 4,000 or 5,000 likes. But some of my stuff, does, it's a fraction of that, Steve, even my better things. Uh, I do very well sometimes on the algorithms because I'm in a niche situation and lots of people... Stuff like I get a lot of comments or likes in a day. And as an example of that, back in the day when I was one of the first persons to ever close the number four gripper on camera, I got a 1,000 hits a week for 60 weeks. I, I think it's still got 67,000 views, Steve, from back in the day. But I actually got approached by uh, the, the, the Google ads because I was the only person that had done that. I had the most traction when anybody had done it. In reality, it was mad for five minutes, and then it calmed the hell down, and so it never went anywhere. Same thing with these T-shirts. And what makes it worse, Steve, and it's a big-time market thing you guys need to be aware of, is they actually want you to pay for the T-shirt. And they probably get in some of those views on the photographs of previous people wearing the T-shirts or whatever is also, as Steve said, come from the fact that they brought 100,000 followers. So I go, oh, I've had a DM, Steve. I've been approached to wear this T-shirt. What an opportunity for Mobster to do well, blah, 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 blah. Hang on, they want me to send them $50 and $20 shipping. Why am I paying for the thing they wanted me to wear for them to sell more T-shirts for them? Now they've got a sale out of me, if I'm that daft. I then wear the T-shirts because I think maybe even if I spent $50 plus shipping to wear the T-shirt, I might get the traction. In reality, the only place that goes crazy with their brought viewers, their brought followers is their page with me wearing a T-shirt, which they are they are selling. So where have I benefited from it? I'm $58, I'm $70 down. I think it's going to, no, it's not. I mean, so that's kind of how marketing works as well, guys. There's a bunch of stuff like that. Last one for you, Steve, this is a social media thing again, is, um, and this works especially true on Facebook. And I've seen there's a bunch of these, Steve, and it works again on Instagram for the same reason. Now, certain maybe not Instagram so much, but certainly on Facebook, you can create fake profiles and it'd be some poor, wounded, soppy dog. Ah, oh, look at that poor dog. Look at the state he's in. And we all put love and care and all that kind of stuff against it. And then what does the company do? They take away the image and edit it. So it now has a picture of a product that they want to sell. And in the meantime, it's had 14,000, 15,000, 100,000 shares, 20,000, 200,000, a million likes or whatever, and now it's straight to marketing. And they understand how the algorithm works on Instagram. And it, there are literally, and it just started in my generation, Steve, because I was one of the first guys in this country as a group going out on what we called meets, like used to do with the CB radio back in the day, and going to the gym and taking shots and then going back on the forums. There wasn't even social media then and posting these photographs of a hell of a time that we'd all had meeting up. I was one of the first guys to do that. So I was right there at the fucking beginning, Steve. So I know how this stuff works. So you can do that. There are people now who literally list themselves as TikTok actors, TikTok actresses, when it's still really an app, 
or Instagram influencers. And classic example with this, which is the worst kind, I think, in my mind, is if I pretended I was an influencer on Instagram and I went to a gym and I said, I'd like to train in your gym for free, but what I'll do is I'll take pictures of me or video of me training in your gym and then I'll post it on social media and you'll get your gym plugged. Is there a benefit for most people and most gyms in that situation? No, there is not. And social media, listen, guys, get educated, get a job, go out and do the grind. And if you get some side hustle from Instagram or social media, fine. But to go to hotels or restaurants and say that you have these followers thing and and then and get free food and free rooms. Sometimes I'm almost of a if they can Steve, why not? But ultimately it's a it's a falsehood. So for me, for example, going to a gym and asking to train there for free and I should pay my ten dollars like everybody else, because why the hell not? And then pretending that they're gonna get more business because I'm a social media influencer when in reality I've got five hundred followers or something. And here's how these numbers work again, guys. It's the same as marketing. It's like one in a thousand. So I would need a thousand followers just to get them a new customer to go to the gym who had to live around the corner. And they say, I saved myself 10 bucks. The gym owner gets nothing. The company gets nothing. The, um, he might be extremely lucky if I managed to drive another customer there. So it, that's how advertising works. That's how marketing works. And that is unfortunately in this situation, sometimes how social media works. And not only that, guys, ultimately you're lying to yourself, you're lying to your followers. You're not doing the companies that did help you out any real favour if you don't have a level of success. And if we want to talk about positivity uh, in terms of all of the things that we do in the Iron Game, weightlifting, bodybuilding, getting in shape, the healthy fitness lifestyle, then we need to promote it in a healthy, proper, truthful and honest way. And if we say these things and they aren't true and the game, the Iron Game, the, the, the every aspect that we're involved in doesn't benefit, then all we've done has been a tiny bit selfish. And our followers will at some point, Steve, know that this is true. What's your last thoughts before we finish up? The big the big question is, does social media benefit society or hurt society? And, you know, Mobster and I, we're not going to solve that. So, you know, debating it, we could do 20 shows debating it, you know. But at the end of the day, what you can do for yourself is just protect yourself. And realize that this marketing is very real. These clickbait is very real. For me, if I'm going to go on social media, I want the, the, the people on social media who are positive, who don't use clickbait, who don't you know, market outside products and make a cut yeah. from it um, to a ridiculous extent. Now, it's one thing to have sponsors, okay? and you, you advertise a sponsor and they have good products, that's one thing. There's nothing wrong with that. But those sponsors for some of these guys are just a bunch of goons. Like you've got their people running these supplement companies who are in and out of prison. They're, they're drunks. They're drunk drivers. There's one guy, he's been in and out of prison. He took a bunch of kids on a boat and he got on a boat accident while drunk. I mean, these yeah. people, you know – you know, you shouldn't be following people who just just follow the trail. Are they willing to take money from someone like that? Um, then that's someone that's not a good person. So you got to follow people who are good people. You know, Mobster and I were we're you know we want to we, we we don't spend the the whole uh, we don't have like a zillion people 
on Instagram or something, and we don't take money from people to to promote products on this no, podcast, Steve. What do we want? We've said this on the previous podcast. What we want, guys, is for you to be informed, educated. We push you towards research of your own. And what do we want, Steve? Ultimately, we want every single podcast we do, sponsored or otherwise, to benefit the listener. Whether we explain something like a product and how it works, and then what have I said on those kind of podcasts? Is go back and check up what we've said. Go back and look at the ingredients we've just listed for yourself. Do your own research to see what we said is true. If you do that, you'll see that it's true, that we're not lying. And so, for example, if we talk about a mindset, if we talk about training or whatever else, I want the listeners to come away with something more than they had when they came to start the podcast and listen to us. I want them to be motivated to go down the gym and kick ass, their own ass, never mind anybody else's. I want them to eat better. I want them to look better. I want them to be stronger. And Steve wants the same as what I do. So what we do with this podcast, including this one, is we educate, we illuminate, we shine on the bullshit to let you know that it's bullshit. But ultimately, we want you out there as best you possibly can be in the best shape, making no mistakes with PEDs because we're giving you solid ass advice, making sure how to know what's a good product and is not a good product, making sure that when you go down the gym, you are literally not literally, sorry, Steve, metaphorically on fire because we G you are, because you listened to Steve, me and myself, and we meant, we, we made you want to go down the gym at four o'clock in the morning because you woke up at three o'clock and you listened to our podcast. That's what we want. And the real social media accounts, the ones, and I say real in that specific way, Steve, the ones that end up being the most truthfully successful, even if they're only shining a light on some positive aspect of their life, Work the best and get the best. And a great one is a super-duper movie star right now who shows his kids goofing around with him, as well as showing you stuff on set, as well as showing you did in the gym. One of the videos he did, and again, I'm not going to name him, Steve, training at 11 o'clock and 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock in the morning. At night, he's training in the middle of the night after being on set all day, still getting his shit done. So you go, right, if he could find time, after a 16-hour day on set to do a half hour, 45 or an hour workout at midnight, then he's showing you that even if you've only got a pretty little 300-pound weight set in the garage with a bench and a little cage or something, you can still do your stuff. Guys, stupid things like getting up 15 minutes early in the morning instead of having that little lane to do one thing every single day that makes you successful. Now, when it comes to social media, what would, what would we have you do in this example, Steve, is for you to show people that one thing that you're doing every single day that takes f extra 15 minutes that you got out of bed early for and go onto your social media account. Now, maybe it doesn't get 2 million views, 2 million clicks, 2 million likes. Well, what have you done? You've shared realness. You've shared positivity. And like Steve's me and yourself, you're putting a message out there that you hope, you pray, will benefit other people because it's the truth, because it's real. It's not CG. It's not fake. It's not been done in a seven-star hotel that you literally popped in to use the toilets off or something silly like that, Steve, because you've showed them what you've done. The realness, like the coal miner's face or the guys working on the railways, whatever else, you get paid great money, Steve, but it's a hard job to do. It's not sexy. It's not romantic. It doesn't give great traction on social media with the algorithms, but it's real getting up at four in the morning to do your stuff, to prep your food, sitting down. Don't go to the parties at nighttime and doing your stuff for your revision for your essays and your dissertations at college and university. It's real. And it is the proper way to do things. 
And so what we want from social media, what we hope for, and I think our listeners will do as well, Steve, is a truthfulness and a realness. So that's what we're doing. Guys, even if these some of these podcasts are sponsored, it's we still get you to go away and research what we said as being the truth. We try as best we possibly can, 99, 999 times out of a thousand, to be as real and honest and direct and whatever as possible so that you guys benefit from this information. Please note, we're not doctors and the opinions are ours. It's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast of for informational purposes and entertainment only, the freedom of speech and the First Amendment apply.